welcome to DevCast, brought to you by Devril Smith, the right people. DevCast is where property meets people, industry figures, news and views, what it takes to be your best. So sit back, earphones on, and enjoy this edition of DevCast. Hi, and welcome to another episode of DevCast, Several Smith's audio series which holds exclusive and thought-provoking interviews with professionals of the real estate industry. My name is Nick Hammond. I lead our build-to-rent division at Devil Smith, and today I'll be joined by the Senior Vice President at Smart Rent, Phil Lamb. Phil has over 20 years' experience and a track record for leading dynamic technology startups, and it has a wealth of knowledge and experience in the property, financial services, and community management markets. He is currently the Senior Vice President at SmartRent, a robust end-to-end smart home automation company that develops enterprise software, builds industry-specific hardware and performs full installation. Currently installed across the USA, Phil is spearheading SmartRent's global strategy and is looking to emulate the technology across the build-to-rent, PRS, purpose-built student accommodation and housing association markets in the UK and Europe. Phil, welcome and great to have you on. Nick, thanks so much for having me. Phil, we'll kick right off. Um, I, I'd like to go into Smart Rent in a bit more detail later on in this podcast. But first, I'm keen to understand a bit more about you and your career. Phil, what was your starting point and how have you got to where you are today? Well, actually, I was uh, a lawyer by training. Um, I uh, did my uh, undergraduate studies in, in finance and accounting and I went to law school. And uh, unfortunately, I think I was a uh, I may have been about an hour and a half into my first civil procedure class when I realized that I, I didn't really want to be a lawyer. So I spent a lot of my law school career, um, you know, studying business related things. And I was very interested um, in the way different businesses work. And so out of law school, I took a job at the Boston Consulting Group. So I really uh, trace a lot of my experience back to that, um, you know, back to being a management consultant. Fantastic. And and in terms of when you got to Smart Rent, what was the what was the main motivation of moving into into real estate? Well, um, our founder, our and CEO, his name is Lucas Haldeman, and Lucas and I had known each other in the technology community in Arizona, uh, in the U.S. Uh, for some time, um, and uh, I had also been in technology. I had a partner, and we. Um, had a company called Infinity HR. This is a human resources software application. And so just by virtue of being in the technology community, I knew Lucas. I had been uh, staying up to date on everything that he was doing with SmartRent as it was uh, formed. And it just sounded like a, a very interesting um, technology applied to the multifamily market in the U.S. And the more I I learned about it the more I wanted to be involved. So uh, fortunately, about a year ago, uh, Lucas hired me on. Brilliant. And you've, you've recently relocated to the UK. Um, what was the main motivation behind the move? Well, um, you know, we, we understood that the technology that was developed for the US multifamily market had a lot of applications um, very directly for the UK uh, build to rent market, but also for a number of other uh, segments um, as well, uh, student housing, social housing, um, 
ledger and, and so forth. But we understood that um, you know, we, we would have to be on the ground to really meet the people that would help to inform what smart rent would look like in the UK. And so um, you know, throughout 2019, um, I was uh, in the UK meeting people, going to conferences, and it was really just a wonderful experience to get the lay of the land for the real estate market in the UK and to, to get a better understanding of, of where we can be successful with smart rent. And you've had some exposure of, of working in the UK the last couple of months. Obviously, we'll forget talking about the pandemic, which is a, 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 a slowed things down. But um, what would you? How would you compare PropTech in the UK versus the US? Um, well, I think the um, yeah, there there definitely are um, some some differences, but I do think that fundamentally, the the issues that real estate owners and operators um, contend with on a daily basis and the things that residents want and expect and demand are actually very similar in the UK and in the US. It's just that the, the industries themselves are um, a little bit different. Um, I have to say I'm extremely impressed with the um, level of sophistication of um, prop tech in the UK. There's a lot of extremely innovative ideas that have uh, bubbled up in the UK, and there's a nice um, community uh, for prop tech in the UK. And I think that you know they're getting funding, and they're growing their companies, and they're solving their problems. You know, solving the problems that operators deal with. Um, I think in the US, um, you know, the US is is a very large market, and I think that that um, confers some natural advantages to technology companies because you know they're able to. To deal and have sort of a home market that is, uh, you know, 300 million plus people, or in the case of multifamily in the U.S., it's a very uh, large institutionalized and well-developed market. So um, I think that there are some natural sort of size advantages uh, for prop tech companies that might start in in the U.S. Um, however, I see really great technologies in both places, and I think that you'll see. A lot of cross-pollination where um, technologies that start in the UK are brought over to the US and uh, certainly also um, examples like smart rent where US-based um, technologies go across to the UK to solve you know some of the very similar issues that uh, that we need to overcome as an industry in the UK. Sure and I'd now like to kind of turn our attention to, to SmartRent. So, I mean, can you just tell us a bit more about what SmartRent do and what your future looks like? Sure. Well, there are a couple of elements um, to SmartRent. Um, so uh, SmartRent is all about the Internet of Things or IoT devices. So these are the smart devices that, um, you know, are, are really everywhere now. Um, smart locks, smart thermostats, uh, leak sensors, uh, lighting control shades, really the whole gamut of um, smart or IoT devices. So in a sense, um, SmartRent is a hardware company, but more importantly actually is that we're an enterprise software company. So um, we have a software application that um, allows property managers to um, manage and uh, deploy these devices in a cohesive and organized way and in a way that helps their operations run more efficiently and effectively. So, um, you know, a lot of the um, smart devices like a Nest thermostat are great, you know, individual devices, but they're typically delivered on a B2C or business to consumer type basis. And SmartRent provides that 
um, enterprise application that allows property managers to um, kind of deliver a more full and cohesive package that residents can access through an app, managers can access through an app as well. So we, we really sort of tie all of these smart, smart devices together. Um, in terms of the future, um, you know, uh, one of the exciting things about being in prop tech is that it is a fast moving um, environment. And we know that over time, um, there will continue to be innovations of devices. Um, in our case, uh, we utilize the Z-Wave protocol. And so that enables these devices to communicate with each other. So whatever the next devices are in the future, um, as long as they can fit into this ecosystem that we've created, they can be incorporated into our system. So we're really excited about seeing what's next and, and watching that evolve over time. And what sectors and locations are you targeting? Um, so from a sector standpoint, the most direct um, fit is certainly the build to rent sector. And, you know, build to rent in the UK is a very exciting place to be. There's a lot of sophisticated operators, a lot of capital going into the sector. Um, so certainly we intend to be at the center of uh, build to rent. Um, Purpose-built student accommodations um, are more um, actually a larger and, and more mature market in the UK. And our application you know, has similar benefits for uh, students as well as for operators of those types of properties. And so we're uh, just in the midst of expanding to PBSA uh, as well. Um, there's um, other industries, uh, for example, you know, when I went to the UK, I never, I didn't, didn't really understand what the uh, leisure sector was like in, in the UK, but, you know, we've signed some early clients and, um, you know, the uh, uh, vacation rental uh, market is, is really appealing and really has a great need for our technology. And then finally, um, another, another, you know, great reason for going to the UK and spending a lot of time there, um, housing associations in the UK, um, it's, they're a really big, big player. Um, there really isn't a similar counterpart in the U.S., but um, housing associations are really going to benefit from uh, smart rents technology in some different ways, but, but we're excited about that segment as well. And then in terms of geographies, um, we're being a bit selective. Um, a lot of our activity right now is in the U.K. and in Ireland. Uh, we also have a very good partner in the Netherlands. And then you know, selectively over time will expand, but we certainly have a lot of opportunities in those, you know, segments and geographies that I've described. Brilliant. And what would you say are the main benefits for landlord using, uh, landlords using smart rents technology platform? Yeah. So from a, a value proposition standpoint, um, you know, again, smart technology is, is growing and it's going to continue. And so from a resident amenity perspective, residents of these properties uh, not only desire, but they're really starting to expect to have these technologies through a single uh, easy to use app on their phone. Um, and so, you know, certainly we deliver that. In terms of a value proposition, um, landlords that we work with experience increases in rent, uh, increases in um, being able to uh, lease out units. Uh, we have some self-guided tour capabilities that help accelerate that. Uh, that process as well. And then there are a lot of operating efficiencies. Um, uh, the smart thermostats um, really help properties uh, be more um, 
uh, cost conscious and environmentally friendly. So there are some savings uh, there, particularly on vacant units um, so that you're not heating or cooling units that you don't need to. And then from an asset protection standpoint, things like uh, leak detectors and shutoff valves and those types of things you know, can help to protect the property uh, from those types of damages. So really, you know, the value proposition again is uh, increases in rent, uh, more efficient uh, operations in terms of utilities and not having to deal with keys and, and so forth, and then asset protection. When we met, I think back in, I think it might be in October last year, before anyone had even heard of coronavirus, I, I remember you showing me uh, virtual viewings, which was uh, uh, something which SmartRent offered, and I, I found it fascinating. I hadn't really uh, thought about or heard about too many operators doing it. Uh, and funnily enough, uh, virtual viewings are um, far more prevalent since the, since the pandemic. Do you think this will be a usual practice moving forward? Yeah, well, so there's two, to clarify, there's really two different elements. Um, there are virtual tours. Uh, so that would be, you know, a prospective resident goes online and is able to, to look at a flat, you know, um, through different, you know, cameras and so forth and get a sense of the space and see if that's, you know, property that they might want to visit. And then what we offer are actually self-guided tours. And the self-guided tours um, essentially will validate the identity of the prospective resident. And we do that through verifying their cell phone. And we do that through uh, verifying their identification um, through some facial recognition technology we have. And that enables them to go view the actual property on a physical basis uh, without having a lettings agent there. So these are two technologies, the virtual tours and the self-guided tours that are very complementary to one another. Virtual tours are a little bit higher up probably on the sales funnel as people are trying to figure out which properties they want to go visit. And then the self-guided tour functionality is a little bit lower on that sales funnel, but it enables, um, it enables uh, prospective residents to go see properties um, at extended hours and you know, in the COVID era uh, with social distancing. So I, I, I certainly think that um, these um, technologies are going to be with us because they offer uh, expanded hours, a better experience for residents. Um, you know, even without COVID, um, prospective residents like to, most of them anyway, like to go see uh, properties, spend time at the properties on their own. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, the lettings agents certainly have a lot of information about the properties and those conversations are still important, but it's another tool that will help to really distinguish properties um, and expand uh, their ability to bring in new, new uh, residents faster. So I absolutely think that they'll be here to stay. Sure. Um, COVID-19 has obviously had a profound impact on, on most businesses in some shape or form. Um, has COVID-19 presented any challenges to you during the, during the crisis? Well, it, it certainly has. Um, now for SmartRent, we, um, I think we have around 300 employees and I would say that 75% um, of those employees can really uh, adapt to, to working from home, whether they're developers or customer support or sales or, or what have you, almost everybody can work really well from home. Um, but we do have, uh, in the U.S. anyway, we have field installation managers who are the people that are going out to the properties and installing our technologies on a daily basis. It hasn't really affected new construction because construction sites have been open. Um, but in the U.S., um, a lot of our business, about 75% of it, are retrofits. And it certainly has um, 
you know, significantly slowed down installations and retrofit properties in the US. The good news in the UK is that um, proportionally much more of our business um, is new construction. Um, well over half of our business is, is new construction. So um, it hasn't really slowed down the installations there, but there have been examples where um, some of our installations have been postponed so that we can all be you know, sensitive and, and properly deal with, with COVID. Brilliant. Um, as with previous DevCars, I, I do like to conclude and ask uh, guests this question. Uh, Phil, if you had 10 minutes alone with Robert Jenrick, the Secretary of State for Housing, and Prime Minister Boris Johnson, what would you say and what would you want to ask? Well, um, one thing I would say is that I, I would congratulate them a bit on um, putting the um, regulatory framework in place so that the, the build to rent sector can uh, thrive. Obviously, there's a, a housing shortage in, in the UK. Um, and, and I think that the good news is that there are a lot of very, very capable operators in the UK, and there's a lot of uh, UK capital and global capital that is eager to invest in the UK uh, in the build to rent sector. So I would really encourage them to continue to um, have a development friendly regulatory environment so that, um, you know, so that we can meet the demand for housing. Uh, in the UK over time. I do think that at least these early stages of build to rent, um, a lot of them are higher end uh, type properties. And I think that as the industry matures, um, we'll see you know, more and more affordable um, uh, offerings uh, and maybe you know, further outside of London type offerings that will become available. So I would encourage them to have a regulatory environment that has enough you know, predictability for landlords so that they can continue to attract the type of capital that's going to be necessary to build out and, and meet the demand um, uh, for the housing shortage that, that, that we're in the midst of. Fantastic. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, I'd like to finish off with some quick fire questions, if that's okay. Um, that's, uh, favorite sport? Uh, my favorite sport is American football, although I have to say the, uh, the Premier League is, is gaining fast. And who are you supporting? Well, that's the wonderful thing about being new to the UK is that I don't have to support any team. My, my American football teams are the Minnesota Vikings and the Arizona Cardinals, who are a combined zero for five in Super Bowls. So um, I, uh, I certainly... I follow uh, Premier League games uh, every week, and um, I tend to root to cheer for some of the teams around London because I, I know them more and and so forth. Uh, but I don't. I I have not um, bet on any single horse because I've been disappointed too much in my life as a sports fan. So I'm a, I'm very much a fair weather Premier League fan. Um, if you could own any building in the world, what would it be, and what would you do with it? Well, I think I'd own the one that has the highest NOI. I don't know which one that would be. <laughs> so that's, that's not a very, uh, I'm sure you have better uh, answers to that, Nick. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I will comment on this is that, you know, one of the just wonderful things about um, doing business in, in London and, and being in prop tech and, and working with a lot of the great developers, um, we are working on some very high profile um, buildings and recognizable buildings, even um, even recognizable to some of my colleagues in the US. So that's always, always fun um, to be 
to be working and I, I just love the, the London skyline and I'm sort of delighted uh, every time I get out of the tube and, and see a new, new part of the city. So that's been a, been a wonderful thing and uh, I, I would definitely uh, take ownership of, uh, of many of those properties in the skyline. Fantastic. A tea or coffee? Certainly coffee. <laughs> uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving? Well, definitely Thanksgiving for me. I, uh, I love spending time with my family and, uh, and not having the pressure to buy the right gift. East or West Coast? Well, I'm really a West Coast person um, at heart. I grew up in Arizona primarily, although I did uh, attend school out uh, in the East. So I have an appreciation for, for both areas. I assume you're talking about East and West Coast of the US right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably be I'm probably botching this question, but uh, I'm Arizona is you know right next to California, and it it is uh, uh, definitely a West Coast feel. Right, fair enough. Uh, and then finally, US or US or UK? Well, that you know that is a dangerous question, probably Nick, for this, <laughs> for this, for this um, audience. Uh, and I'll I'll uh, since well, we're in cool. <laughs> political season in the US, I'll uh, I'll make sure that I dodge it appropriately. Um, here's what I will say is I've been amazed at, you know, this, the, as they call it, the special relationship between the UK and the US. Um, I had spent some time as a student in the UK, so I had some appreciation, but I think that, um, you know, it's wonderful to see a lot of the commonality in, from a cultural perspective. And then again, I'm oftentimes I'm just delighted by the differences, the little things that you don't appreciate, um, you know, where you're from and when you see how um, how people live in other places. It's just uh, kind of a wonderful thing. So I'm certainly appreciative of that relationship. Brilliant. Phil, look, it's been a pleasure having you on today. Um, I'd also like to thank the listeners. And if you would like to get in touch with Phil to talk all things smart rent and prop tech, please do get in touch. You won't regret it. Um, I have got more DevCast planned in future, but very open to suggestions. So if you'd like to come on or have any topics you'd like to address, please do get in touch. Thanks again and see you in the next episode. join the DS movement by visiting ds.devilsmith.com and you will receive the latest deadcast episode direct to your inbox.